Yo. Yo. Yeah. Reggie not coming on, right? He doing some shit. I don't think so. Yeah, man. Let's see. It just started out um, condolences to Nipsey Hussle. I know he's got two kids, um, a fiance, I believe. I believe Lauren London is his fiance. If not, they've been together five years, pretty yeah. much to me. That's his wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, to his friends and his fans. Um I guess I'll start by saying how I personally it's is very ironic that I'm talking to you about this because how I got a hold of Nipsey Hussle's music, I hadn't heard of him, seen him on a double XL cover, never really listened to his music. And um actually it was when I was in Fayetteville around oh nine, I think. Uh Maul, or I call him classic, came to Fayetteville to visit me and my homeboy. <laughs> and um, you know, we're chilling doing, you know, hood rat activities in the crib and, um, you know, passing the ox court around. And he, he throws on, uh, it's from the marathon. It's called Seven Days a Week. It's off of a whiz and currency beat from one of their tapes. It's called Seven Days a Week, Seven Different Freaks. That's how it starts off, right? And um, I was like, yo, this shit hard. So then I went and I started, you know, found the tape. And I started listening to him. I've been listening to him ever since. And um, me yeah. being an old head, <laughs> um, I always put people in different categories. And I start talking to younger guys about, like, hip-hop music or, like, what do you listen to? I'll, I always say, well, as far as people, the newer guys, even though he's not really a newer guy, but I consider kind of anybody that I didn't grow up listening to or, like, more of a newer guy. Um, I was like, Nipsey Hussle and Freddie Gibbs. I always say those names first. Those are the guys I listen to. Like actually listen to check check for, and um, I would say he's on the top of that list. He's number one on the list. Um, so that's how I got introduced, and then from there is when I started learning. You know, he started evolving, and you know, into the businessman he is, and uh, well, I think he was already he had the business and stuff, but businessman, and uh, I don't know if you want to call him an activist, but I would say a community leader. You know, educator. Yep. Um. From my from my understanding, from what I remember, he has the Marathon Clothing Store. He was opening up, I think, a fish place. He had a dispensary. He had a STEM program already, I believe, up and running in L.A. Yeah. Right. And yeah, for the kids up there. yeah. Um, he was opening a barber, family-owned barber shop. That's right. Also. Yeah, dope. Uh, uh, he was buying. He bought. Oh, fat playground out there for the kids. Yeah, the fat burger, a basketball court. He, he owned the fat burger. Yeah. Um, yeah, the playground shit for the kids because he was. I think they had like a whole mission with Puma, if I'm not mistaken, to try to you know, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, renovate these basketball courts around these cities, these inner cities. Um, um, I don't think people understand how that's a big deal. Because if a lot of places, I mean, just like projects, you know, um, they don't get maintenance done on them. So you got these basketball courts that aren't serviceable 
And if you re, you know, I'm saying you renovate them now, kids actually have somewhere to go play basketball and stuff like that instead of being out in the streets on the corners and stuff like that. Um, so if you don't understand the importance of just something like that, that that can be a difference between maybe you being a gang banger or being a guy that's going in the NBA or, you know, or getting a scholarship, you know, and doing something with that, that degree or something like that, you know, or whatever, you know, it might not even be to that extent, but just not being in the streets, having something to do. Um, and by all means, jump in, man, um, whenever you want to, but, um, when I first saw it, I think it was the homie Cam had said something like, nah, don't, uh, please tell me uh, this stuff about Nipsey getting shot isn't true. And I was just thinking, maybe he got shot, you know what I'm saying? Like, why did you got shot a few years ago? This one got shot, this one got shot, you know, it's just like, uh, that's what I thought. Then I went into trending topics, and then I started searching shit. And then I found the picture that of him with a kid. And I think he had like a white shirt and some red shorts or something like that on. And um, then I seen another picture and it was a body on the ground with something white, like over his head, like a do-rag or something, but it was leaking. And that's when I was like, yeah. Um, I think that just shows how thirsty people are to push it out on the internet just so they can say Man. go ahead I don't get it I, say, I don't get it because it's it makes it worse after because like not 10 minutes ago I saw the surveillance footage of what went down and you see it's a chaotic scene if he's outside in the parking lot by some cars chilling posted up Dude walks up, looks like they have a verbal confrontation, and then out of nowhere, like, no, like anyone was clearly did not let anyone was you know expecting anything, and he just opened up, looked like he let a few off. Uh, everyone bursts and runs. So my thing is, you know, you come back to the scene after everyone's you know panic and stuff, and your first instinct is to damn, that nigga got fucked up. That's Nipsey on the ground. Like, come on, man. No kind of decency. Yeah, there, was, there was a video actually yesterday that I saw, and and it was actually them fucking trying to, uh, I think the word is resuscitate them. Like, there was a video of the fucking paramedics yeah. fucking pumping them. Um, That's... I, like, every now and then... I might see some shit out when I'm out and, you know, I'll IG story it. And maybe there's been a time or two. Maybe I shouldn't, right? But it's never nothing like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It might be somebody looking crazy, looking like a bozo or something like that, right? Uh, And so I just don't understand. Yo, we got a problem, man. Like with these phones and social media, man. Like, a serious problem. Like, we're addicted. Everybody, like, I'm talking about me, too. You go on Twitter every day like it's a normal thing. Like, it's you know, it's your daily routine type of thing. I know it's not to the extent of doing that, but it's only a step removed from doing that. 
You know what I'm saying? When your reflex is to take out your phone and record that shit and then post it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no decency, man. I don't get it. Um, I, I really just don't get it because it's like, I see, I mean, every, most people have seen some kind of fucked up shit. And my first instinct is not to let everyone know this is the fucked up shit I'm seeing. Not be, a, you know, video and being all up in, you know, somebody's face with it or whatever. You know, not no damn, this nigga got fucked up. Like, come on, man, really? Yeah. And it's just like, everyone is like, it is like whether they want to admit it or not, is they want to be first. That's the thing, they want to be first. They want to be first to put it out there so that they get that attention. Like, damn, I put that out there. And I mean, the first time yeah. I, I really noticed how bad that shit get, like, it's appeared on YouTube. I don't know if it still goes on, because I don't get on YouTube like that a lot. Niggas would drop, like, a YouTube video. You see, like, probably the first hundred comments, niggas trying to comment first on the video. Just to say they comment yeah, first. They used, yeah, they used to have it on Worldstar. <laughs> when I used to be on Worldstar, yeah. back in the day. They'd be like, first. First. Yeah, I'm like, like what do you get for Like, that? what do you get for that? A cookie? <laughs> exactly. And, and it's kind of like that, but you see that, like, same mentality, and it's transpiring in real-life situations. Oh, damn, I'm going to be the first nigga to post Nipsey Hussle's you know, death or his shooting. Oh, I'm gonna be the first nigga to post. I got the scoop on who his killer is. Like, and a lot of that's one. That's how a lot of misinformation we, gets spread. We're um, gonna get to that conspiracy shit too. We're gonna get to it. That's ahead. the other thing too. The first to. trying to get. Oh, but you know what? He was working on that Doctor Sebi shit. Come on, man. You don't got to be the, like ten minutes after this shit happened, and y'all already popping on with conspiracy theories. Cause you want to be the first one to get your tweet out, so you can get a hundred thousand retweets or whatever. And guess what? This whole, like, let's tweet something to go viral or video, it don't get you nothing. Like, most of the time, you don't get more followers. Because um, I think that's the whole goal is I'm going to give me some followers if I get a viral tweet. Like, you normally don't get more followers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that does... Even if you do, okay, then what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but let's get on this conspiracy shit, right? All right. First of all, it's fucking irresponsible to do that shit when you don't even know what happened, right? That's just off top. Yep. It's, it's irresponsible. Let's just say that did that was actually the case, but you don't know that because nigga just got shot 30 minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? And niggas is coming out with these conspiracy theories, all right? And then it's not even fucking true, all right? And, I like, I'm about to say something that I do not know 100% is true, but... It's being said, and I heard this shit, uh, that he got killed because a dude came up there from his neighborhood, and he got out of prison early, and people knew he was a snitch. And he told him, don't sell him anything. You need to get from around here. The dude came back later and killed him. That's what they're saying is, is what happened. I don't know if it's true. I'm sure probably in the next week, if even that long, we'll find out for sure. But that is, that's what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Is that that's what happened. And that's way more believable than the government sent some motherfucker. Okay. Another thing, this motherfucker saying five to the body, one to the head, that's military style. Like a lot of us that have been in the military already spoke on that. It's not military style. No. You don't have to be in the military to be a good shot, first of all. 
All right. And secondly, military style would be center mass, a tall, a, a small, uh, um, a small group of shots. Bow, 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 like a small group. That would be considered military or like, you know, someone who's trained to do that. It could five shots to the body and then he walked up on them from the video. And I think that was the headshot, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. It's what it but looked like he walked up on the video. And then he kicked Because it looked like he put his hand up. Yeah, it looked like, because it looked oh. like he was still alive or, I mean, alive in the sense of like conscious and aware of what was going on because he raised his head up and looked like he raised his arms up. I mean, the video's kind of far away. It's a little grainy. Um, I don't recommend anyone watch it if you don't want to, uh, to know what we're talking about. But, and then he walks up on him. He's on his back. And then you see that last shot. And then obviously putting two and two together from seeing the other footage of him, knowing that there was a headshot, it does look like that's where that one came from. So, yeah. I've never seen a military um, assassination or anything. Not to the degree of what they're talking about right here. But I think most people um, conspire, you know, you know, conspire that the military or the government had something to do with like a Martin Luther King shooting or mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy shooting. We're talking about Martin Luther King was one shot. One shot that hit. Mm-hmm. JFK was two shots. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell me they're gonna they they gonna, they gonna put two times or three times more bullets than the president in a Nipsey hustle in a military style or a government style assassination? And shoot other niggas around too, and like hit other people right there. Like, come on now, that it just doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense when it first foot. came out, and it doesn't make sense watching the video too. It's extremely irresponsible and it's disrespectful to Nipsey Hustle, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I understand and, that you know a lot of this shit. You know, you're tying it to the documentary. You're making it about that, not about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, let's talk about that. He wasn't, it wasn't like Nipsey Hussle was the gatekeeper for the secret information. Dog, you can go look up this stuff. This is public records. Anybody can go look that shit up. Which means anybody can go do a documentary on it if they want to. Anybody with resources can go do the documentary. He wasn't holding some fucking whistleblower information. It makes no fucking sense. That shit's been out. This shit happened in like the early 90s, dog. And like, the guy, he just died in 2016. The actual Dr. Yeah. Sevy guy. So, and he's, you know, publicly spoken about all this shit. Basically, all, almost all the way up to his death. I've seen videos as recent as 2014 and 2015, you know, on dude. So, yeah. So, like, that makes no sense. That makes no damn sense. Your little fucking theory. If it takes you five seconds to make it up, it's probably not a good fucking theory. And then I even had someone, I'll just say, he's an acquaintance. I pulled up on him yesterday and I was like, yo, man, you listen to Nipsey Hustle? He's like, yeah, man, I just heard. And it was the first thing he said out his goddamn mouth. That shit. I ain't even say nothing, man. I just got what I needed to get, and I got a bounce. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, fuck that. Like, y'all niggas are dumb. I don't know why today, of all days, I decided to go back on Facebook, and I seen all that bullshit, too. 
You know what I'm saying? It's on Twitter, Facebook, all that shit, Instagram, all that shit. And it's like, come on, bro. Oh, you see this interview where he said, you know what I'm saying? They might come give me. Come on, man. He was joking. And just like that, Nick Cannon said he's going to make sure the documentary gets done. See what I'm saying? And then guess what? If he got killed, I can say I'm going to get the documentary done. There's no secrets. There's no secrets. This ain't some, some whistleblower shit. And the, the documentary, to be clear, is about the court case. Mm-hmm. Which, as which well is public, public record. record. The, the court Damn. case. In a Dang. court case, wasn't a matter of he proved his cures were real. It was that he, it was a matter of him giving medical prescriptions under a false license and you know, claiming he's a doctor. And he won that. So basically just saying, you know, he and his studies were legitimized to an extent where he could say, I'm a doctor, do this for people. Because mm-hmm. I want to say he's from Honduras, right? Something like that. I can yeah. look it up. But I know he's not like just, you know, just a regular as African-American. You know? Yes. Um, And I still need to find out how to pronounce his name because I've heard a bunch of different pronunciations yeah, of his name. Whatever. I don't have it all. We need to find that out, but maybe when this documentary comes out, well, I'm sure we'll find that out. Yeah, I've um, watched a bunch of interviews and they say, you know, either way, that's why it's yeah. whatever. Um, First thing the guy's going to say is gang-related. Like, dog, he ain't gang-banging. If he was gang-banging, he wouldn't have a store in his hood, man. He wouldn't have a store in his hood. That's a fucking target. Just that's easy. He's got his fucking family working there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the just the whole. That's how cops do, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get into like boys in the hood and shit and quoting that, but like that's just what they do. Like, come on, man. He was far removed from that shit, man. And you know, I'm not even gonna sit here and put it past them. To uh, start that, because from what I, one of the things that I heard from most of my information I'm getting from Twitter, uh, peeping accounts from LA Twitter, from around there, people that are talking, uh, they said that they knew who the dude was that did it, um, and they weren't talking to police because they wanted to handle it on their own. So, yeah, from that perspective, I think that's why police interpreted that as gang related. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah, I feel. Um, I'm not saying that they don't do what you just said, but I feel like that could have been derived from why? happening. Yeah, I feel. Which, I mean, I wasn't... Which allegedly, like, this, yeah, dude, man. this dude that is the alleged shooter in the scenario that you brought up was a member of their gang uh, before. Yeah. So it would be well, an, an internal gang situation. If that, mm-hmm. if that's what happened. Because before I got the information I got, I'm like, um, first of all, I wasn't thinking it was some fucking government agent or whatever, or the government, you know, kidnap some hood dudes, kids, and say, hey, go kill Nipsey Hussle, or we're going to kill your kids. I didn't think nothing like that. So I was like, okay, it's got to be somebody hating, or he got into it with somebody or whatever, or somebody looking to score points. And I was like, damn, man, 
everybody in LA I know, I hope they stay indoors because this shit gonna get ugly. Because uh, the set he's from is supposed to be the biggest gang there. Oh, as far as black gangs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Biggest gang. And on top of that, he's well respected. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as, from my understanding, the industries, but as far as dudes who are in um, hip-hop that, you know, are from L.A. as well, you know, like YG, that's like his his little brother and shit. Man, so I can imagine, like, if they had crying, to hunt. Crying real tears on, yeah. you know, talking about it, and everyone knows, you know, he's blood-affiliated and, you mm-hmm. know, known out there, too. Yeah, I just feel like if it, this dude... If that dude, because they put this picture up, I hope that's the right dude. Yeah. Uh, that dude, man, he's better off turning himself in. And I, actually, he's dead anyway. He, he better hope the cops catch him. But then again, and they put him in PC because they're going to kill him. Whether he's out in the streets or in jail. Like, he's a, he's done. Because now, you can't be with your gang. They're not going to protect you. I think, man... Whatever, but yeah, I'm not even gonna start speaking on that stuff because I really shouldn't. But um, we'll see what happens. With that um, I really feel for Lauren London. Yeah, man. Um, they have a kid together, and then he has a daughter that he had prior to that relationship. And there, and I mean, I heard was at the at the store when the shooting took place. Oh, or yeah, he was you know more or less killed in front of his kid. I didn't even know that. It's what they, yeah, man. It's what they were saying. And uh, also, speaking of, you know, how tasteless people are, saw a video floating around of someone videotaping Lauren London at the hospital, you know, breaking down, crying, running in, you know, figuring, you know, knowing what happened or whatever. And you people, y'all fucking sick. I don't get it. Yeah. I really don't get it. Like, that's not even a clout moment. That's just you're a fucking indecent human being. You don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Point blank. You're yeah. at a hospital. Everyone's, you're only at a hospital for like two reasons. You're either gravely ill or you're bringing in a life. There's only two things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not a maternity ward. So there's no reason to be, you know, having fun without being happy and shit. No one's giving birth. Not bringing in a new life. Looked like he was rushing to, obviously, the ER section, urgent care. So niggas are in there, you know, with dire situations. No one's in there, you know, having a good-ass time. Why the fuck you see Lauren London coming in? I was looking like she's getting ready to lose her soulmate, father, her, you know, one of her kids, you know, head of their family. What what compels you to, to try and capture that moment for some clout? I don't understand you people. That That's not natural. That's sick. It, it's what it is. That's sick. Yeah, I don't get that shit. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I, I don't even. I don't know, man. And I feel for her because and her and you know their children because someday it's gonna get brought up. Like, damn! Like someone's going to someone's going to bring that back up on them at some point because that people are sick. You know, it will happen. And at some point, maybe even out of their own, you know, curiosity. It's available out there that they might even see it themselves. They might end up seeing the video that got their, you know, of their dad actually getting walked up on 
and killed by <laughs> allegedly someone they knew. You might see the video of their mom breaking down in the hospital after, you know, seeing what had happened. And that's, you're basically immortalizing trauma because it'll be up there forever. Internet's forever. Yeah. Like, this ain't no movie, man. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no fucking movie. And that's how people, like, like this shit ain't real. That's, a, it's just been surreal for me. One of my young boys hit me up, and he was like, today, and he was like, man, I remember you putting me on him, like, playing, you know, because we kind of got differences in age and certain stuff. You don't really fuck with, like, you know, I'm a Jay-Z fan. You know, he's like, it's cool, but, you know. But I throw him some this. He's like, yo, that's hard. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of in that. It's kind of in that good pocket where you could play it for a younger dude and you can fuck with it and an older dude will fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, um, man, it's just, it's just, this shit just remind me, it made me start thinking about myself and some of my actions, right? Because I'm not, and when I say this, I'm not like saying he did anything wrong. I'm just saying because it feels so unreal that this motherfucker's dead, dog. It's like, it made me think, like, okay, this shit can happen to me. Obviously, I know that, but sometimes you just get these reminders. Because I had got into with some young dudes about a month ago over nothing. And I at the time, I didn't even know how old they were. Come to find out, this was like 17, 18 years old. I thought they were older, but whatever. It was over a seat. And I was willing, like, I, I was minding my business. Not to get all into the situation off topic, but I was minding my business, had my headphones on, was in the seat. This dude told me, yo, you in my seat. That's my brother's seat. I mean, that's what he said. And I was like, well, your brother going to have to find another seat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, stuff started happening. He, he tried to low-key threaten me, and I was like, well, let's do it now. Because I don't want to look over my shoulder for you little niggas. Let's do it now. Some people squashed it, whatever, whatever. And I was talking to an older head, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to talk to him, blah, blah. But he was like, these young boys crazy. They'll kill you. And they will. They'll kill you over some shit like that. So it made me think and just remind me, I need to de-escalate shit if I can. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm in the right. Even if I'm in the right. That's what it just hit me like, damn, man, I need to... Like, what can I take from this shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's people who won't look at it that way or be like, well, I don't really, you know. But it hit me on some, because then I started thinking like, damn, because it just reminded me people could be going like that. Because he was just at the Texas Tech game. Yeah. Seeing footage of that. Was day just before. there the other day, day before. And so that's what it just made me be like, you know, we all know that someone could just die. You, you know, it's not always like someone gets cancer and over time they die, you know, you could die instantly. And it just made me think like, okay, that situation right there. Yeah. Like it ended up being nothing for me, but okay. If, if it's something that you can help, right. Yeah. Next time deescalate, deescalate that situation yourself. Man, you never and some people, people, man, especially yeah. if you don't know. Yeah. And so, um, and I'm, and like I said, I'm not bringing this up to say that he should have let the snitch, you know, shop in a store or hang out. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this reminded me that 
life can be taken like that. Because that's what I think all of, a lot of us are feeling like, damn, he's really dead. Because you, you're not thinking about it. It's not like he was in some shit and we just knew he was in some shit. This ain't Takashi or no shit like that. Takashi showed up dead, you know, shot. We would have been like, okay, he started a lot of shit. It's not that dude. You know what I'm saying? So, this shit hurt. And I was like, literally sick to my stomach. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I'm glad I didn't have to go to work today. Because I was, like, it was hard to sleep. And it's weird because he's a celebrity. I don't know him personally. You know what I mean? Um, so I get it now. Like, Mac Miller, I felt bad. But I didn't listen to his music a lot. But I did watch his show, so I kind of got what his personality was, and I watched enough interviews where I was like, damn, that sucked. But I listened to Nipsey, and then I watched a lot of his stuff, you know, that he's doing, and listened to his interviews. So you feel like, you know, I read this book, Contagious, because of him on marketing. Because he did the whole $100 mixtape. Yeah. That was also free thing. But he got that kind of from the idea of a cheesesteak that was $100. And it was in this book, Contagious, by Jonah Berger. Which they actually, was I don't know if they did, but they were supposed to re-release that book with a, a chapter on Nipsey Hussle. I don't know if they ever did that or not. Because the author was like, yo, you made me like a best-selling author again. Or put him in a bestseller or whatever. Because he kept pumping that, you know, when they was asking why it was $100. Um, so he was an educator, man. Um, and then like now there's videos, there's a video of this, this woman who, um, who she said is a childhood friend and, um, yeah, I saw that. It's a childhood friend and she was crying. And, uh, so, um, you know, I seen a video of, uh, this dude called Slauson Bruce, Older guy, you know, he took clean him up, whatnot. Um, there was a, a a woman who she said she was a childhood friend, and just like the emotion that shit just hits you, man. Like even if you never listened to it, till you never seen the interview, you gotta feel something. Um, it was just a bunch of different stuff, and then I was thinking also like uh, when I first heard it, and then he, like he's dead. Not only like Lauren London's kids and all that, but then like his team. Like uh, all money in, like his brother Sam, I think his dude named Adam. There's a bunch of people you know that obviously been building his brand, yeah, from from a while ago, and just like that's the face of all that work. You know what I'm saying? That's the face of that their business. Like what now? Like he's the rapper. I mean, obviously he contributed other ways, but he's the rapper. Like, what about them? Like, obviously, you know, they lost a friend and all that stuff, too. But just, like, you got to figure that stuff out now. Because you don't have contingency plans for that. Well, what if Nip gets killed? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's thinking about shit like that. You know what I mean? You shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just, man, like, it's like, God damn, man. He was 33. I'm about to turn 33 in September, you know? And it's just like, golly, man. You see, what you were just talking about, that's one of the things I've always appreciated the most about Nip. Um, he's been that he's been building from the ground up for a long time. And that's what I think so many people gravitated towards victory lap because it really was, I mean, it's a victory lap. I first heard mm-hmm. Nip, uh, 
2012, I think that was, on the MMG self-made Volume 2 tape on there. Uh, damn, I was just listening to that shit. It's not, I was listening to the whole shit. I'm trying to think. It's not Fluorescent Ink. It's uh, Fountain of Youth. Yeah. So there's a song on there called Fountain of Youth. Yeah. And uh, Nip did the hook. And I was like, damn, that's like a, it's a real simple hook, you know, you know, stained glass window in the benzo keys, you say something, something, you say keys, so sentimental, he's like lost in the instrumental, some shit like that, but he like repeated it. I was like, damn, that shit wavy as hell. And then his third verse, I I just posted the whole verse. I just like, I was like, because it was a dope ass verse to me. And that's the first time I heard him. It's like, you know how powerful one verse got to be to make you go check out your shit? Like just hearing you one time. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I was on, I was in high school, and you know, I was into that, you know, feeling fake conscious or whatever. My first time, you know, delving into somewhat conscious rap, <laughs> feeling fake conscious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you, man. oh damn, J Cole and Kendrick Lamar, are like the gods of the world, like shit, like that. And I put him up there with them at the time. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the kind of vibe mm-hmm. I got from his music. I, I wanted to hear all that shit. I was just like. You know, fifteen years it, old, and I'm like a fucking sponge. I want to hear all that shit that these niggas are kicking, you know. And I put him up there in that same. Uh, obviously, I don't think his career panned out the same because more because of the reason of the stuff he was talking about, like the very verse that he's talking about. He's saying basically, it's like I'm staring at the rolly on my wrist, you know, thinking, you know, but the money don't define me, so I'm gonna invest myself into my community. This is what the whole verse is about. Talking about how yeah, we became money yeah. selling crack, but you know at the end we're hurting our community. He's like, he's like at the end of the day we're selling you know crack and we're we're killing these families and stuff. He said as soon as I find another option, I'll call yeah. Turkey quit. He said and I'll invest in my community, and I was just looking like damn. I was like that was 2012. So I was like this nigga actually went out and lived mm. his shit for it, from my perspective from that one verse that I you know that got me onto him. And I'm not a person that, you know, I don't bump nip every day. Uh, Victory Lap was mm-hmm. cool to me. I definitely think it was top three or four albums of the last year, uh, 2018. Um, that's the mm-hmm. only tape of his or album of his that I like. Bump, bump. So I'm not going to sit here and, you know, I can't say I was like you where I listened to Nip and off rip. I named him like that. But when I was younger in high school and that marathon tape was out, I was like, damn, that shit is that shit is it, but I didn't keep up with him like that because, you know, his yeah. image wasn't out there like that, so it was hard for me to actively keep up with him. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, the same no, as other people because I was still, you know, devil dabbling other types of music too. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, man, that shit. Yeah. It's like every time I kept seeing Nipsey Hustle, it wasn't even about music. It was about the shit that you're talking about. You know, mm-hmm. I would see. Nipsey Hussle is opening this in his community. Nipsey Hussle on the interview and talking about, you know, building, investing in yourself, not, you know, in jewelry and cars and shit that depreciates as soon as you buy it. He said, that's not value. So he doesn't put value into that value is investing in into your family, investing in the land, you know, building assets and shit that will carry you to the next generation. And I don't think you can teach, a, you know, a better message than that. Especially when you have a community full of fucking dumb idiots like the nigga that killed him, and it gets yeah. lost to me because it's like uh, it's it's like we it's like niggas don't deserve that. 
Because it doesn't matter who it yeah. is, there will always be niggas that act like they don't care. Niggas just don't care. And that's what's so disheartening about the whole thing. Because it's like, you got a nigga that's out here doing the right thing, setting the right example, you know, being the right image uh, as far as like what he, what he is for the kids and stuff. He looks like a lot of people that can relate to him coming from that area. He has, you know, tattoos. He, you know, speaks with the slang so he can relate to a wide, you know, he's educated, at least, you know, self-educated enough to where he can communicate with basically all walks of life. I've never seen him have mm-hmm. issues communicating his ideas to any interviewer, be it the ones that might go for the more, you know, I guess to say younger audience yeah. versus the ones that might be to mm-hmm. more towards the older are. And just like you said, he's just got that range. And that's, I think, that's a personality. Yeah, he, that's he, not that. That's how he really was. And that's the vibe I always got from him. I was like, damn, I was like, the way this nigga moves about his business, that shit is admirable to, to put it into like, one word. It's just admirable. And, and to see a nigga yeah. like that get in his city over what I believe was honestly some bullshit, if that is how it transpired. Because I believe that that's I believe in fuck niggas, okay? I believe in fuck niggas doing fuck niggas yep. shit. You know, I don't need a conspiracy to know that there are some fuck niggas in this world that make us feel like we don't deserve it. Because it, it almost makes you feel like for what? It's defeating. That's what the whole thing It feels very defeating. It, it feels like if they not gonna beat us, we gonna beat us. So what's the it, point? exactly? It makes you almost want to be like that. And as many people that you know want to come together for the moment, at the end of the day, it all feels like it's just a moment, and the moment will pass, mm-hmm. and niggas will forget. Niggas season this moment to oh. to you know project other shit or to uplift other like conspiracy theories about this. The government, you know, pushing an agenda about that. And we already are losing sight of the actual man that was fucking killed. And that's yeah. the shit that's getting, that's what makes it so defeating. Cause it's like, you got a nigga right here, the most celebrated in recent history that I can think of among rappers, uh, in his community, especially a community like that, where gang violence really is like that has been like that, you know, throughout the history of gang violence there. That shit is monumental, the shit that he was doing. That's the kind of shit that you hear, like you said, Jay-Z talk about. That's the, the shit that he kicked on a that's like the black American He was doing American that in real dream. life, in the hood. Yeah. That's like the black American dream. For you to be able to rise up out of poverty, come back, start helping people, giving people jobs. Like, people always, like, tell this bullshit. I mean, jobs are you giving? Like, I don't care how much money you got, um... Like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can actually give someone a job, like, like, I've, I've been on the end of, like, struggling to get a job. If a motherfucker can give me a job, some income to take care of my family, dog, you, it's almost, I don't, there's really nothing better you can give somebody besides life. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and he's giving information that some people would charge people to give for free. Facts. And some shit, I you know like, what I'm saying? Um, sense. But obviously, yeah. Some you know niggas need to hear it from somewhere. I, and I and I say that because I'm in a position where I've seen it in action from family. I have family that kind of have done some of the stuff he's talking about. You know, owning your more or less owning your wealth and investing back into your family for the future. That's kind of that's why I'm you know fortunate enough to be in a position that I am. 
because I've had family that's, you know, taught those values. And so to mm-hmm. me, it sounds like common sense. And that's why I gravitate to it. But to others, I realize, damn, that shit is important. Some people like need to hear this because they don't get that, like, in the same sense that I might have gotten. You know what I'm saying? And you take mm-hmm. that away from people, Absolutely. and then people are like, okay, okay, well, where did that get him? Yeah, I've I seen people say shit today like, uh, like, fuck the hood. You should be worried about your family instead of your community type shit. Man, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I don't want to hear that bullshit. If you're brave enough to put yourself out on line for the greater good, salute you. I'm never, never going to, you know, um, be like, oh, man, you should just be looking out. You should just stay in the hills of Malibu or some shit like that and and stay isolated and never go back and shit like that. Like, come on, man. Like, people just get ridiculous with shit. But what I wanted to say, when you were talking about, you know, how he speaks, like, he could have easily did a TED yep. Talk. Easily. He could have did a TED Talk. That he, he, I've seen him on panels and stuff like that. Um, so, just to speak to what you were saying, just on him being able to talk to the average hip-hop fan and then maybe talk to someone else. Um, also, with that store, they had uh, did some new, like, technology. He did it with his cat. I can't remember his name. It's like an African cat, if I'm not mistaken. But it was the where it was, they called it a smart store, and uh, you download an app, and then throughout the store, you, you get exclusive. Like, if you buy something, there's a tag on it, and, like, you'll get exclusive shit or some shit like that. It was some... I'd never heard of that shit before. You know what I'm saying? So he was doing... Stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, you might see him with a lot of gold chains and stuff like that, even though he did say that stuff. But that's, you know, I'm sure he could have bought that about 20 times over. Because he definitely invested in his businesses. You know what I mean? Um, and in his community. Um, there's this video that a lot of people are posting from over a decade ago. When he, he had, like, the, the nappy fro or whatever. And he's talking about, you know, assets and all that stuff. Like you were saying. You know what I'm saying? So he been, so that just shows you, like, this shit ain't happened overnight. You know what I'm saying? That Grammy nomination, all that. That might have been the first time some of y'all heard of him. He's been doing this for a while. I mean, that's why he called it. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, this, ain't, this ain't no microwave shit, man. Um, oh, yeah. Let's, let's address another thing. This whole... Man. Man, he was, who, Nipsey? The homophobic one? Okay. So, first of all, a lot of y'all that are saying that don't even know what he said. Like I guarantee you, you'd have to Google it if I asked y'all. So what did he say that 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 you didn't like? Um, and then also, someone did post like a video, of the clip of just that part of the Breakfast Club interview, and asked him about it. Go look it up, man, for yourself, because I'm not even going to regurgitate it or try to. And, and if you thought what he said was fucked up, listen to that. All right, listen to what he said when he was asked about it, and. I just hate this whole cancel culture and stuff like that where you could do a million things right if you do if you say or do one thing wrong or if it was in your past or whatever that you're done. Absolutely not. And it's not even true that you're done because how many people have really gotten canceled? Shit. R. Kelly was still touring yeah. after all that so, shit. You know. So, so um you talk about yep. canceled. Mm-hmm. So like that it's not even a real thing. 
It's just something people say. You're canceled. If it's really canceled, like like when I was at the mall today, H and M. I don't go there. I don't need to. I don't need to say they're canceled. I just don't give them my hard earned money. So do that. You don't have to announce that shit. But what it is is, and this goes back to like posting shit and all this other bullshit. Y'all motherfuckers think y'all so smart and so witty, and just I don't know why though. When y'all post all this bullshit and these theories and he was going to do this and, oh, he's homophobic and all these other little things that just is a trend online, man. It's just like y'all think y'all are so smart. You know what I'm saying? Or you find out somebody said some shit that we might not like. You know, someone does something, they'll be like, oh, but remember when he did this? Like, yo, who cares? Don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um. I just, the whole homophobic thing, fuck out. So that means you, he, he, let's just say, you know, he was wrong for that one thing. Um, that it shouldn't matter that he got his brains blown out. Like, and then the whole, oh, I that's just, the worst, man. I, I wasn't talking about that's Nipsey the worst. Also Obviously, we're going to talk about him today when stuff and happened to him. That's the worst. Like, we should be talking about everybody we like. We should talk about everybody, Marcus. We should talk about everybody we like and appreciate every day, all day, just in case something happens to them. So it doesn't seem. Come on, man. I'm a huge fan, and I wasn't talking about him probably the day before or a week before. I mean, and fuck, but I will man. say to the point you made, a couple Jesus Christ, ago, man, about doing one thing, you know, and being canceled. There are there are some things that are worth one time being canceled. That wasn't it, though. Especially when he's gone out mm-hmm. and he's shown nothing but, you know, nope. especially if you actually listen you to what he said really regarding that shit. in that interview, like you said, not saying anything that he said was right, but mm-hmm. he's went on and he's moved past it and it's continued to do positive things in the world. And I don't think it really was of concern to anybody after that anymore, other than to try to be witty on social media after he died. But remember, he did that. It wasn't. And I don't understand. Like, I, I, I know I said this a couple of times, but I really don't understand where that comes from. Niggas wanting so bad to go, like, trend or something like that. You don't get shit out of it. You really don't. I, had, I mean, there's a very, very, very small percentage of Twitter that gets paid, you know, for advertising or whatever, for however many tweets or exposure to get, blah, blah, blah. That's a very small percentage. You average niggas that's trying to, you know, hop on and say wild shit for retweets. You don't get shit out of that. Just for niggas to call it trash. And then throw your your SoundCloud link or your YouTube, you know, in the thread. I don't click on it either, but. You know what I'm saying? That I never click on. I never click on it. Oh, follow me on IG or, oh, I'm selling this or. I never click Look, on I've, it. Because I've, I've had no a matter few how funny the tweet go is, pretty large. No matter what, and most of them be some bullshit. I don't, I don't be trying for it. Except there was like one, the one time that he like said, oh, "I'm gonna say say this shit," and it actually did take off. That was one time I got like maybe like a hundred thousand likes on it, about fifty thousand retweets, and it's like at the end of the day, I was like, "Damn, I like it was cool that it happened." I ain't, I ain't get shit for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, pat on the back. You got a big tweet. That's it. All shit do is freeze your phone. <laughs> I'm still broke. 
I ain't getting no, you know, job or opportunity from it. Other than niggas saying, damn, that <laughs> shit was funny. How much satisfaction can you, do you really need from that? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. That's just, it, it's a weird mentality. And I'm, and that's coming from a place of me as I had that mentality. Maybe not, not to this degree. Because the shit, I was, it was just a joke about designer or whatever. And nigga was like, designer looked calm. And I was like, yeah, he looked like he couldn't really speak English. And niggas blew that shit up. I just saw that tweet the other day, actually, on Facebook. I was like, God damn, nigga. No, but I'm like, that <laughs> yeah, shit was funny. the, the Yo, beginning Facebook of 2017. Shit on I, tweeted, I was like, that shit was two years ago, nigga. Damn. But my point is, is that, like, coming from someone that was in that space where I was trying, I was like, damn, damn I always man. wanted to have a viral tweet. This is like, I just wanted to have a viral tweet, being a part of Twitter. And it's like, I got it. And then it was like, okay, I ain't get shit. And I've had other stupid shit where I've like, it's times where I was like, damn, I'm like, I wish I had other <laughs> tweets that where I was actually trying to say something that I thought had substance, get that attention. And then every time I do get a tweet that gets a couple hundred or a couple yeah. thousand retweets, it'd be some bullshit. And that's why I'm like, what the fuck is like wrong with this place? And it's like, not that anyone yeah. should care what I say, because I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't crave for people to like hear me besides having a podcast and getting my takes yeah. off. But it's like, why does yeah. this shit that does go viral, it just be some bullshit. But the things that I, but I would like for the podcast shit to get off, because I felt like we were talking about some decent shit on there. Why can't that get 100,000 likes? Yeah. <laughs> why can't Carl Malone... Nah, dead ass, man. Let me, let me, let me not even get into that. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, say if like anything, that, like, let it be that. Let Niggas it be get that. like a couple. Damn, are you serious? Five retweets? Maybe. I, I, made, I made a joke about chitlins. That shit got 2,000 retweets. For what, man? Yeah. <laughs> For what? Social media is fucking weird. And the more that you fuck with it, the more you realize this shit is fucked up. I feel you. And it's like, I get, we use it as an outlet. Yeah. To a lot of shit, because obviously we all deal with real world shit. We don't come on social media to be ourselves. Not like in a sense where it's like we want to see fucked up shit all the time. So a lot of times like, I I get on social media just to like fuck around and joke and shit. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I I've been doing that more lately because I'm like this is some bullshit anyway. And so now, like I'm not trying to be like somebody else. So I'm not going on there like yeah. I'm like, I got money, or I'm not doing nothing like that, but it'll be something like, I'll be like, yo, I'm trash, or like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like some with women. It'll be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for a woman to take me out, you know what I'm saying? Before I give her some dick, or something like that. It'll be like something that, okay, in real life, <laughs> am I doing that? I mean, kind of, but, you know what I'm saying? But, nah. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Be like, yeah, like, I'm not I'm trying to bring my real life something Or just fucking around. My real life, you feel you me? Know, shit that's fucking going around the social media. Yeah, not on a day to day basis. I like I'm not looking for that kind of interaction to where social media is telling me about my life and what I need to do. I'm not looking for guidance from social media, but at the same time, exactly when there is a moment to be serious or when exactly. people should be serious about something, because I think social media is also a great source of information when it's used right. Just like we see things out here where, like, good example mm-hmm. two years ago when there was that a uh, Black Lives Matter rally. And cops were, you know, them niggas were uh, shooting at the cops, right? The thing was in Dallas. And police reports were saying, you know, it was the rally people saying shit. But it was like, no, nah, on the ground, yeah. people with videos saying, like, that wasn't us. Some niggas just came up out of nowhere and started doing it. 
So shit like that, I think like, yeah, you can corroborate some, you know, real life stories like yeah. with social media. It's, it could be almost better than the, the news, like an on the ground source. But you got niggas out here that don't know when Honestly, to be serious, like in a matter yeah. like that. And then niggas are posting like Call of Duty memes and shit during shit like that. I'm like, why? This shit's sick. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand like why I had to get to that yeah. point. But I don't know. I'm just talking now. Let me just, let me stop. <laughs> no, no, you good? Nah, because I mean, because this shit just brings up some shit we don't get to touch on. Because we our whole thing is is a sports podcast, so we don't get to get this shit off. But it all relates back to why we, then, why we oh, recorded. So, I just want to say this other thing. There was you know, a video um, that I saw of a nigga who I think man, was a local rapper out there. He got on Instagram live with another nigga uh, claiming to be the killer. Claiming that he was a shooter. Um, and this, like I said, this shit is not oh, no. two hours after this shit happened. Talking about yeah, I killed that nigga. Fuck Nipsey Hussle, blah, blah, blah. I'm real, whatever his fucking name is. And he was like, yeah, fuck with me. He said, I'm out here doing the dash on the E-way, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm gonna turn myself in. Now, nah, matter of fact, they gonna have to come kill me, blah, blah, blah. I hope someone out there touched him, to be honest. And I know that goes against everything I'm talking about, the violence and shit, but that shit, that's the shit that needs to be eradicated. Not a Nipsey yeah. Hustle. Yeah, because you gotta be a different type of dumbass. Like, let's say you did it while you just confessed. That's that clout shit. Niggas do that just for clout, and I don't understand Oh my that god, part. I just that, don't understand that, that shit, dog. Yeah. And you ain't even getting it. We just looking at you like a bozo, dog. Like you said, man, you get some views. And then what, man? Your life Worst is case scenario, insane, someone touches dog. that dude. And even if for, it wasn't, is it worth that it? Because they are going to touch you. And then is it really worth yeah. it, then? That shit is crazy, man. This shit is crazy, dog. Like, we in the Twilight Zone, man. This is like, ah, oh, man, I can't remember what that movie's called. Where it's like in the future and... We're all fucking stupid and shit because Matrix. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what that movie's called. Uh, anyway, but um, I guess we can wrap this up. But man, if you never listen to Nipsey Hussle's music, it's like a cross between, like, I would say, I you know I was thinking, like how Jeezy had the thug motivation. It's like reformed gangbanging <laughs> motivation or something, man. But obviously, you don't have to be a gangbanger or no shit like that to to feel his shit. Because it's like, it's street music with motivation to it. And not motivation like, go get a bunch of chains and shit like that. I mean, like, to just, like, be a better fucking business person or do better with your money or, like, uplift your community or come from nothing and, and turn into something. It's, that's what a lot of his music is. But it's not preachy shit. Don't get it twisted. It's good music. Like it's entertaining music. This ain't this ain't a moral technique or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just conscious, conscious, conscious. And it's like, but you gotta be in a mood to hear it. It's like, nah, you can be in whatever mood. You feel like your broad. big brother talking to you. You, you know, know what I'm saying? With a beat playing. Um and he can spit. Yeah. Yeah. It's smooth. It's smooth, you know what I mean? Um this shit crazy, man. So um, I guess once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Condolences to his lady, his kids, his family, his friends, 
They just lost a dude, I think a year ago, got killed. His boy Fats, that's part owner of the record label, with him and like two of his other homeboys. Um, and um, I hope no one, I hope there's no also. innocent bystanders in any of this after afterwards. Um, just my condolences. Um, hopefully, I don't know. I don't even want to say I get over it. I feel like I don't, you know, want to compare or whatever, but I guess how baby dudes my age at the time Tupac got killed, that's probably how they felt. You know what I'm saying? Um, is how I feel now. Um, and he actually was able to put in motion a lot of his ideas as opposed to Tupac. He was kind of trying to, but, you know, his was without the other rah-rah stuff, you know what I'm saying, that Tupac brought. Um, and, um, yeah, man, uh, this shit sucks, man. It hurts a lot. And there's a lot of people, dog. When I went on Instagram last night, or I think, no, this morning, because I had to get off social media. And I was just scrolling my timeline, and it all was Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle, from celebrities and people I knew. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, I just couldn't get away from it. So, hey, man. Yeah, like my boy Evan said, we're talking else, about man? it. Uh, as far as hating ass niggas, fear of being alone breeds hate. So, don't let the fear of being alone mm. lead you to do some hateful ass shit that mm. will fuck up your life and other people's around you. Because it ain't never is, it ain't never come to that. It ain't never that bad. Yeah. Um. So. Uh... As we were saying about de-escalating stuff, man, if y'all can, and I have an issue with this too, before you about to do something, take a second and think about it because there's been many a times that I've done something and I was like, man, if I had just not did that, if I had just stopped, if I had just thought, I would not be sitting here right now or I would not be in this situation. You know what I mean? So far, y'all... Man, don't let your ego do some Facts. shit to you, man. Yeah. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? All right, man. We out.
night time, low song Fucking young bitches while they folks home Real big, real big I know one day I would do it real big Real shit, real shit I know what my real niggas feel is Night time, low song And even see the stars but we still wish Real shit, real shit Who would ever thought that we would build this Sold out shows, that's a door split Niggas ain't show up, that's a forfeit Left my record label, just got more rich I switched it up, that's me singing on the chorus But still I spit bars so gutter Drive cars, no stutter Top floor, no clutter Hardwood floors though White wall, that's where my awards go Running from the law till they foreclose Sit with myself when them doors close Sometimes I got a question, only Lord knows What I'm doing out in Copenhagen, spinning your ropes Nighttime, low zone Do it big, nigga, till my low zone Real shit, real shit I know what my real niggas feel is Real big, real big I know one day I would do it real big Real shit, real shit I know what my real niggas feel is Nighttime, low songs And even see the stars, but we still wish Real shit, real shit Who would ever thought that we would build this? Feel